of Daf Mem Hey Amud Beis. Moving on to Mem Vav Amud Aleph and Mem Hey Forty Six A at the top of Forty Six A. Okay, and uh, we're going to start with a brand new story, brand new topic. Last thing we discussed was the transition between the third bracha of benching and the fourth into the fourth uh, from Uvenei Yishlaim into uh, Tova Meitiv and the unique. Uh, situation whereby one is uh, one answers amen, even though generally our practice is not to answer amen uh, after other brachas that we make on our own. And we explain that it could be it's unique because this uh, differentiation between a daraisa and drabanan, it's very important to highlight that and, uh, and make sure that uh, it's clear, uh, as we uh, quoted from the Rambam, that the, the prohibition of baltosif includes misportraying, so to speak, um, any din uh, drabanan uh, as being a daraisa uh, or, or the like. Okay. Uh, just uh, because of, I was asked for the people at home, don't uh, hesitate to uh, to jump in at any time. Uh, there, uh, you should you should be given the same uh, opportunity to chime in as everyone over here, even if you don't have the same opportunity for the ice cream. But sorry, I can't help you with that. First of all, yeah. better ice cream. So someone told me last week they were away, but they watched on Zoom and they went and took a Klondike from the freezer just uh, to be part of the chevra. Okay, Reb Zera got sick. Ola Gabi Reb and Rabbi Abo went to visit him. Kibbal Alei, Rabbi Abo, who saw that Rabbi Zeru was not in good shape, accepted upon himself, he made a Kabbalah, imitbach ketina chorech shaki, avinu yom So, if Rabbi Zeru gets better, if Rabbi Zeru is healed, then I will make a yom I will make a yantif, I'll make a, I'll make a suda, I'll make a suda soda. That's essentially what I'm saying. I'm going to make a suda soda. But, but the way that he refers to Rebzera, he doesn't refer to him directly by name. He says, If the small one with burnt thighs gets better, then I will make this special celebration. So what is that all about? So some say that, that Rebzera, Zera is really Ze'ira. Um, but the way it was pronounced, the, you know, sort of a, for short, Ze'ira actually means short in Aramaic. So it could be that uh, that was a nickname. And he was known for his... Uh, small size, okay, but he's also known for the fact that he he suffered burns. Why did he suffer burns? So Rebzeira was very unique. Um, the uh, the Gemara says in Bav Metziah, I think Rebzeira moved from Babel to Eretz Yisrael, and he fasted 100 times, 100, 100 days he fasted, in order to forget all that he had learned in, you know, in his hometown before he went to Eretz Yisrael. It doesn't mean, you know, like that he should you know, totally uh, have amnesia, but he wanted to make sure that he was entering a new yeshiva, a new, new way of thinking, a new way of, of teaching, and he wanted to make sure he, his mind was open and he wouldn't be too bogged down by his old way of thinking so that he should be able to absorb everything that the, the new Rebbeim had to offer. Okay, but there's another story in that Gemara that says that he fasted a hundred fasts so that the Aish of Gehenim should not be able to affect him. Okay, so how do you know if you were successful? Right, that's uh, it's, that's uh, Russian roulette, you know. So he would actually go into um, you go into an oven uh, once every thirty days to see if the fire, in fact, would affect him. And if the fire in the oven wouldn't affect him, that would be an indication that the fire of Gehenna would not affect him. I don't, I can't really give you a rational explanation for this. It's not a rational. Uh, don't try this at home, okay? If you're Abzera, you can pull it off. One time, so one time he went. No, that's so. This is not why he got sick. One time he went into the fire, and he was sitting there for a while, and, um, and you know, that, that was usually 
successful, but but at some point the Chamim saw that this was not appropriate either. Someone had noticed. I'm sure he didn't try to make a big deal about this, but but this caught someone's attention at some point. The Chachamim gave him some sort of Ein Hara, and and uh, and and the result was that his his legs got burnt from the heat, and from that point on he got this nickname. Uh, but again, Rebzera still was Rebzera. Rebzera still was Rebzera. So wh- why of all times, you know, did he decide to call him by this name at this point? So the uh, the Talmud and the Arizal say that when a person's in in a nice star, when a person's very sick, so it's a good idea to be maskir. There's a chulios. And this was obviously something that, that you know, put Rebzera head and shoulders above everybody else. So it was appropriate to mention this name, even though it sounds like a derogatory name. It was actually something that highlighted his unique righteousness. Okay? But this was a nickname that was the greatest praise. Right? <laughs> so Rebbe Akiva is sometimes referred to as... As the karchog, he was bald. He was bald. Yeah, yeah. It's a good question. It's a good question. So, at the, there, the uh, there's a chuba of the Marik that the Chavetz Chaim quotes in the end of uh, the Sefer of uh, Sefer Chavetz Chaim when he talks about lashon hara, where the Marik was asked this question, similar question: Why do we find sometimes machlokus in the Gemara gets gets kind of rowdy and they start calling each other names and they say, "How could you say this?" You know, like and and and. They use uh, words that I don't usually work for use. So, uh, you know, but why, why is that okay in the, in the base measure? So uh, what the Marik, I think, says is that what they're essentially trying to say, uh, I think the example he's talking about, one of the Amorim says, you must have been sleeping when you said this. So, so the, uh, the meaning is that you are such an amazing, amazing, brilliant mind that I do not accept the possibility that you actually meant that or thought to say that because it's just inconceivable given what you're really capable of. So that accounts for some, some of those, you know, digs. Um, the fact that he was called short, I don't know. Pee Wee Reese, was he any, any less of a good ball player? You know, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I have to think about it. Maybe, you know, the Chavetz Chaim was very short. I'll tell you something. I, I'll, I, I, I don't want to get too sidetracked. Sam, you got, you got me sidetracked? And I, I had a Chavrusa, had a Chavrusa who was about 4'11". 4'11". And... Um, he told me that uh, he always drew a lot of chizik from the fact that the Chavetz Chaim was also about 4'11". I've seen this video, you know, this video that they found a few years ago where he's walking with a bunch of people yeah, in Warsaw to the big... Yes. And he's, he's clearly, you know, a good foot, foot and a half, you know, shorter than everybody else who's around him. So, so he told me Chavetz Chaim was very, very short. And nevertheless, he changed the world in ways that, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was much taller than, well, okay, maybe Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, but, but some people much, much taller than Lahabdil, than the Chavetz Chaim, you know, and, and, and we still learn the Chavetz Chaim every single day, and we talk about the Chavetz Chaim, and not a day goes by without someone quoting the Chavetz Chaim, learning the Chavetz Chaim's farm, the Mishaburah is written by the Chavetz Chaim, right? So he said, people, like, yeah, Yisrael Mayer, I have people, people by the name Yisrael Mayer. So maybe, was that, you know, oh, oh really? Oh, Malatav, okay, just this week, you see? Just this week, another Yisrael man. I was at a bris last week, and it was, his name was Moshe and then Moshe Yisrael man. When was the last time you had a bris? Yikari Shmob Yisrael Karim Abdul. You know, <laughs> I never saw it. Okay, so what do you see? You see that that maybe maybe calling him short was was extolling the fact that even though he was you know he wasn't endowed physically, but he he still was was a, a phenomenal Talmud uh, Chacham. I mean, maybe there's something to that, but uh, okay. So the Gemara says that uh, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Abo accepted upon himself to make a, a, big, a big party. So this is a Suda's Hoda, 
right? It's the Surah Where does the concept of the Surah Sodah come from? So we know a little bit later in the Masechta, the Gemara talks about Arba Chayav Mlhodos. Four people, someone who traverses a desert or an ocean, or they, uh, they're released from captivity, or, uh, or, or they're healed from a serious illness, they bench Gomel, right? That's, the Gemara talks about Gomel, and, we, and the concept of Gomel comes from those four instances when a person would have to bring a carbon toda. Okay, so I think the Machokas Rashi tells us if they have to, or, or it's just the recommendation, but, but the carbon toda is the, the uh, paradigm for a Sura Soda and benching Gomel. Um, very important, uh, you know, uh, it, it's not just a fun fact. I think it really gets to the heart of what we're, what we're discussing. The Nitziv asks a very uh, simple question on the Pesukim in Parshas Tzav, where, uh, um, where it talks about the carbon toda. It's one of my, I think it's my brother's favorite, uh, favorite board. Um, if you, uh, I'm very proud of the fact that in Young Israel Hillcrest, we say Ezehum Akoman religiously, like, uh, like everyone should. And uh, it says over there in uh, one of the Mishnayis, um, Hatoda, Hatoda Kachim Kalim, uh, right? Okay, let's see. What's that? It's all, right. Toda Vel knows it, right? So uh, a Karban Toda is unique, even though it's Karban, uh, even though it's Kachim Kalim, normally uh, a Shlamim and the like, which are the lower category of Karbanos. The food can be the, the meat of the carbon can be eaten for two days and one night. Okay, so if I would bring it tomorrow morning, uh, Friday. Well, that's not a good. Well, yeah, okay. I get I get it Friday. I get it Friday night. Now for Shabbos, and then after after that point it has to be burnt. Carbon told even though it's a lower level of, of a kedusha, you only have until that night to eat it. So you have yom v'layla echad achatos, and then anything left over is no sir. It has to be burnt the next day. <coughs> so the only problem is that when you bring a carbon toda, so the animal might not be very big. It could be a little uh, you know sheep or whatever. But you have to bring 40 loaves of bread together with that carbon toda. So that sounds like, you know, if you're on a low-carb diet, you know, uh, that's, that's, quite a, that's quite a serving. So Aston and Siv and Chumash, how in the world you have a carbon where you have to go out of your way to finish it fast, and nevertheless it comes with more side dishes than, you know, than anyone could possibly finish in that, in that amount of time. And so then Siv, the goal is that you should invite all your friends and neighbors to come and take part, because when we, when we thank Hashem, like, like we say in Hallel, um, publicize it, make a big deal about it. If you're saved from such a, a dangerous situation, then the mitzvah is to make as, a, as much of a public fanfare of it as you can. So that's, that's, what, that's what Rabbi Yabo is doing over here also. If, uh, if Rabbi Zayir is healed, he has to bring a carbon toda in theory, okay? He has to bench gomel, and he has to make a, a, a carb, and, and he's going to make a, a suras mitzvah as a result, the suras hoda, okay? So, uh, so it happened. Baruch Hashem, he got better. He got better. Itbach. Of the he was healed and he made the suda. for all the rabbanim the base came out to the when they came to the suda. It was time to wash and and uh, and, and break bread. So Rabbi Abo, who was the host, said to Rabbi Zera, you should be the one to make a motzi for everybody." Rabbi Zera says, "Wait a minute, you want me to to, to, be, to make a motzi? Don't you know what Rabbi Yochanan said? The person who is the balabayis is the one who should make the motzi. The person at the head of the table, the one who is the host." But, uh, you know, and, and you're the host. You're the host. So you're paying for the meal. So you should be the one to, to do so. And that's what happened. Okay, Sharlu, he made the hamotzi for everybody else. So asked the Rajba, uh, well, what did Rabbi Abo think? You know, Rabbi Abo came to give him the, uh, the honors of, of making hamotzi, and he accepted what Rabbi Zayr said in response. So, so what was the fight about in the first place? So, so uh, the Rajba says that, uh, according to Rabbi Abo, the fact that he was the center of attention, he was the reason for the... Um, um, for the suit in the first place, so he understood that that the application of the balbais botzea meant the the balbas, not the one who is who's paying the bill, but the one who is the cause for the suit, the impetus for the suit. What's that? 
the guest of honor. So the guest of honor should be the one. So comes along, ribs and says, no, it's not about that. So what, so what taki is it? What, why is it that the, the person who is the Baal Bais gets to, to make hamotzi? So the, the, the pshat is because he's the one who's going to be both seya ba'ayin yafa. He can distribute nice big pieces of bread to everybody at the table because it's his food. Right, if, someone, if you give it to someone else, you're always nervous. You know, maybe uh, maybe the person's a little more stingy, and you don't have the uh, the same uh, you know latitude to give out uh, the servings. But tov ayin hu yivarach, it's a pasuk. The one who has the, the an ayin tov, one per, a person who can be generous and, and giving, he's the one who should be the one to allow everyone else to uh, to partake. And that's why the baal bais of botzea. But at least he had a hava meter that maybe the baal bais means the guest of honor. Kimat levruche when they got to the end of the the meal and it was time to bench. So once again, Rabbi Bo comes back to, uh, to Rabbi Zera and he says, you should be the one to lead the Mizumet. So now he said to him, Don't you know what Rav Huna ben, uh, ben Bavel said? Because they were in Eretz Yisrael, right? That's the key. Like we said before, Rav Zera came to Eretz Yisrael because he, he got rid of all his learning from Bavel, came to Eretz Yisrael. So don't you know what Rav Huna said? The one who made the Hamotzi in the first place is also supposed to be the one to lead the benching. So also supposed to be the one to lead the benching. So uh, so so therefore, uh, you made the hamotzi. You should be the one to bench as well. So again, it seems like Rabbi Abo accepted the uh, the rebuttal. The iu commands So what did Rabbi Abo think when he originally offered the benching to Rabbi Zera? He had Rabbi Yochanan Mishum Rabbi Shimon Yochai. Balabayis botzea v'oreach mivarech. The Balbai should be the one to make a motzi, and that we checked off that box. And the Oreach, in this case, Reb Zera, who was the Oreach, he was the guest at the meal, he should be the one to make the Mizomen. Why? Balbai's Botseya, Just as we explained before, the Balbai is the one who should break the bread so he can distribute everyone's portion uh, generously. And the, the Oreach, the guest, should be the one to make the Zimon, the, the in order that he can take the opportunity to. Bench to give a bracha to the the, the, the head of the household to the baal bais. Okay. In other words, little known fact. I'm happy we're learning it because this is some something which seemed to like escape the benchers for many generations. I'm not sure why. But we're now going to read a text of, of, of a bracha in the in the in, in the gemara that really should appear in every in every bencher. I'm not sure why it doesn't. But but everyone who is a guest at someone else's house is supposed to say these words. My mavarich. What is the uh, what is the bracha? The, uh, may it be Hashem's will that the Baal Bayis should never um, suffer any humiliation in this world and not in the next world, meaning Gashmias and Ruchmias. Okay, that's the essential text. The Rebbe Dvarim, and Rebbe would expand on the Nusr we just read. Yislach Maud Bachom Chasav, he should be very successful with all of his possessions. His property, our property, should be, should be also should be successful and should be near by the city. Should not have to travel too far to uh, you know too long of a commute to go to work. And the satan should not get involved in any of our actions, any anything that we try to uh, to uh, any ventures we we, we try to, uh, uh, to to get involved in. And we should not be uh, faced with any thoughts of any uh, averas or any improper actions from now and forever. So that is the nusach of the bracha. That uh, in theory everyone. Uh, the the Oreach, um, again, keep in mind just practically, as we've said before, um, back in those days, the person who benched literally benched for everybody. And he would say the whole thing out loud, and everyone would just listen and pay attention. So therefore, it was critical to select a, a person who could make the bracha. If I'm the Baal Eisen, I want to make the, the uh, I want to leave the Zimon, so it's ridiculous. I can't make the bracha for myself. 
So therefore, I dafka have to give it out to somebody else to, who's going to be the Oreach, who will then have the opportunity to make that bracha, um, and, uh, you know, which is a form of appreciation and akar uh, satov to, uh, to the person who, is, um, who, uh, who hosted the meal. Okay? So a couple of things um, practically. I, I'll get to your question in a second. Just uh, to lay the groundwork, what's clear from this Gemara is that when we refer to Balhabais, and benching refer to Balhabais, what are we talking about? We're talking about the person who paid for the meal, right? That's the upshot of the, the back and forth between Rabbi Abo and, um, and Rabbi Zayr. So it means if you have a, a couple people, you know, or, or let's say they're at a restaurant, or, or, or even if you're at my house, but you bring your own brown bag lunch, so I'm not the Balhabais in the, in the full sense of the word, where I have the right to start, you know, uh, assigning the benching who's, who it's going to go to. But strictly speaking, the, the brach of the, of the oreach, this special, you know, we, our version is harachamon. We'll see if those are the same thing, but at the, at the very least, the uh, common practice, as every bencher has, is harachamon, yivarach, is baal and so forth. Who is the baal bias? The baal bias is the person who paid for the meal. Nafkamina, this is an interesting chiddish, uh, if you're a student at Yeshiva University, and you, uh, you go to the cafeteria, so if you go to the cafeteria, forget about it, you are the baal bias, because what you're paying for lunch, forget about it, okay? <laughs> you deserve to give your, yourself a bracha. That's the truth, or uh, whoever's paying for the tuition. But let's say you go, uh, you know, in, in, in other places where, um, you know, it's not like you swipe your card and you pay for your meal, but they're, the, the yeshiva, the institution, provides, provides food, right? It's part of, you know, they get donations, they fundraise. So Rabbi Asher said, then you don't say the bracha zorech. Because, because there is no one, like, who, who are you, who, who are you addressing? You know, there, there's, the yeshiva has a, has a bank account, that's where they, they write checks, and that's how they, they pay the caterer. But it isn't a bal bias. You could argue, you know, uh, I think Richard Joel once argued that he was a bal bias of uh, YU, and uh, when we bench, we have him in mind. Okay, I could hear that. If you have someone who is the steward of an institution, who's responsible for the fundraising day to day, how things operate, okay, you can make the argument that that's the bal bias. So is that your job? You were like the... No, I, I, was, I was not involved in fundraising. I was just... No, a, no, but you, know. you were sort of like hosting the Shabbos. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve it. I didn't, I didn't do any of the cooking either. Um, now, Dr. Greenspan did the cooking, and he does a great job. Um, just a side point, and then I'll take the questions. Um, what exactly is that, that you know, where Rebbe expands on the bracha? It's one thing to give a bracha to the Baal but then... We shouldn't have any Averos. We shouldn't have any improper thought. Like, where did that come from? It sounds a little bit random. So the, um, uh, the Siddur Beis Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov Emden, explains that uh, we're going to read in a couple of weeks, the Chet HaEgel. Moshe Rabbeinu is up on the, uh, on the mountain. Vayeshev HaOm Lechol V'Shaso V'Yakumu L'Tzachek. Jewish people waiting for, for Moshe Rabbeinu to come down. You know, they built the Chet HaEgel. They sat and they had a meal and they ate and they drank. And then they got up and they did all the things that they weren't supposed to do. And, uh, you know, Vayishman Yishurun Vayivat. A person often kicks, that's the expression of Gemara, by yivat. A person kicks uh, when, they're, when they're full. When a person is, uh, you know, uh, physically satisfied, so then it's much more difficult for them to maintain self-restraint and, and, and exercise their spirituality. Uh, whereas, interesting, when a person is deprived, you know, we, a tinus, there's a reason why you have a tinus. To, 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 to diminish a little bit of a person's physicality helps a person stay focused more on their spirituality. Yes? Question? To the Harachma. So, so I'm here to, you know, make benching great again. Okay. Yet we're gonna we're gonna do the Mishabura. We're gonna do the Halacha. We're gonna go through the Mishabura shortly, and we're gonna try to outline the uh, the guidelines. Yeah, you're right. There, there, there's flexibility. There, you can't you can't really go wrong. 
in, in any of these situations, but there are certain factors that, are, that, that have priority. But we'll get there in a second, yeah. Uh, so are they saying that as far as making, when you have a bunch of people over and you, you, and you have a meal, I think that's a general practice, yeah. yeah. General yeah. practice about. You're saying if you just on Tuesday night you invite someone yeah. over for dinner, yeah. so so the difference is because on on a you know a random meal, so it's very rare that you have one big loaf of bread and someone's cutting it up for everybody else. Usually you have your your hot dog bun and I have my hamburger bun. We'll sit yeah. down. We have a couple of yeah. There isn't that same syrup, right? As a rule, as a rule in general, we're much less. You know, uh, in favor of of, uh, of one person making bracha for everybody, because it's hard to concentrate. You're gonna miss a word. You know, there's all kinds of reasons why, even though rov amhadrasmel should be the prevailing, you know, that's behind us, right? But but we 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 push off rov amhadrasmelach when we're not gonna when the quality of the bracha is gonna be diminished, which is one of the reasons why we no longer have one person benching for the whole table. That would have been rov amhadrasmelach, but who can sit that long for you know and pay attention to every word of of uh, of chazar sashats of, of, of benching? It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> Okay. How do we take this gemara here with what we learned before about hagol shabenim to be the bosei? Okay, so let's see Tosos. Okay, so Tosos says at the top, lo sarvo lamar lo hada amrav huna de minbavel. So in that last stage of the gemara when they were ready to bench, so Rabbi Yavon and Rabbi Zera were added again as to who was going to lead the benching. So miu yeshli ashev hani trei lishnei Rabbi Yochanan. Tosos says we can reconcile that both of these both of these statements were statements of Rabbi Yochanan. First, you quote Rabbi Yochanan as saying that the balbai should be the one to to uh, to lead the bench. Uh, I'm sorry to, to make tamalti, right? But then then maybe it's not the the baal bias. Maybe the oreach uh, the, the, the oreach. I'm sorry. Um, first you said the whoever makes tamalti should make the benching, and then afterwards you said that that no the uh, the person who uh, who benches should be the oreach, not the person who who made the hamalti. So so which one is it? So answers tosos because baal bias mesevi mohem vaday hubotzeya oreach mavarach. When the Baal Bais is eating with you when he's part of the meal, he should make the amotzi, and the oreach is then there to make the bracha of the oreach for, for, the, for the Baal Bais. So when you're with the Baal Bais, the right thing to do is he'll make the amotzi and, and we'll give him the bracha. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll bench so that we can bless him. But let's say you're a, a guest at someone's home, but they're not a part of the meal. Then Then the gadol... The most honored person, probably, you know, by, by Torah standards, you know, by Tam uh, Chacham standards. So he's going to be the one to lead, whether it be Hamotzi or benching. Um, because, again, in that situation, you don't have the, 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 the context where you want to give the bracha to the, the Baal Bais. So whoever is, is the Gadol is going to win because we're not, we, we have no priority when the, when the Baal Bais is not with us. Okay? Okay, so we'll get to, when we get to Mishabur, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll lay that all out. There is a fascinating discussion over here about this bracha. Okay, again, buy yourself a bench if you don't have it, and, and make sure you start saying the Yeratzon that we just read. But where do you say it? Where do you say it? So I would say in the, last, in the last 20 years or so, I've seen it starting to make a comeback, but it appears in two different places in the benching. Uh, the first time I saw it in a bencher, it was somewhere after the Harachamans. Somewhere after the Harachamans. That's very interesting. When you look at the Rambam, when the Rambam quotes this halacha, I'll read it to you inside. Perak. Beis of Echus Brachas Halachas Zayin. One second. Okay, so the Ram is talking about the Lachas of benching, and that's uh, he goes through what the first bracha looks like, and goes through what the second bracha looks like, and he tells you when you put in Alanisim and when you put in Ritzei. Then Halachas Zayin Bracha Rvius. Okay, 
We're up to now the final bracha of Hatova Mita. So the Ram says, Bracha Raviyas, please listen carefully. Bracha Raviyas, Tzarech Lahaskirba Shalosh Machios. First he quotes the Gemara, and the bracha of Hatova Mita includes three references to Machios. So help me out, what's the Nasr of the bracha? Kalavinu, Malkinu, Adirin, Borenu, Golin, Yosirin, Kashin, Dosh Yaakov, Roin, Roi, Israel, Melech, number two, Hatova Mita Lako, Shabbat Yom, who ate to make the Vedal Lano, Gmano, 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 Ad, Lachin, Lachatur Akhman. So is that? Did we skip one? We skipped one. We skipped one. That's why I'm supposed to look inside. My bad. Sorry. Okay. So uh, first, at the beginning of Baruch, I'm going to Melech Alam. Malkeinu Malkeinu is two, and then later Hamelech Hatovah Meitulako. So the, the the term Malchus is referred to three times in that bracha. Then the Rambam says, Uchshemavarech Oreach Itzabal Bayis. Most of and when you have a guest who's eating at someone's home, he adds most of Babracha Lebalbayas Ketzad, and then he goes on to tell you what the text of the bracha is. Okay, and but the key word is that the Rambam says when you have an oreach, most of Babracha Lebalbayas. I thought just by reading the Gemara that this is an extra tefillah. You finish your benching, shkayach. And now, Ali Chasreinu, Amen. And now, Yehi Ratzon, dot, 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 all the wonderful things we bless the Baal for. The Briskorov was Medayik in this Rambam, that this Birchas Oreach is not a new add-on. When there is a guest at the table, the form of the benching, the text of the fourth bracha, is expanded to include these words of Yehi Ratzon on behalf of the, uh, the Baal Bayis. So what difference does it make? So I, I, other, other benchers... And this is brought down. This is brought down in. I think the Siddur Yavitz has this, uh, and and other classical bencher texts include it way later on in the Harachamans. After you say Harachman of Yivarach says there, and all the other things we said, all of his nechasim, all of his property should be should have hatzlacha. The Briskov says no. If you read this Rambam, it's not an add-on. It's part of benching. Nafkamina, when do you answer Amen? La olam ali chasreinu Amen. No, you don't answer Amen until. The Oreach gets to the end of that entire paragraph. Because according to the way we're reading the Rambam now, that additional Yiratzon is incorporated as a as a Hosafa, as a, as an expansion of the, the basic text of that bracha. Okay? Because the Rambam, again, the way he describes it is he's going through bracha by bracha, and here he adds this this blessing for the uh, for the for the host as part of the actual benching. Okay? What's that? Whenever it came along, whenever it came along, it was it was inserted. Chazal programmed it into the text. Okay, so that that's the way that's the way um, the Briskrov understood this. Even though others disagree, Evan Ezel, Rabbi Zalman Meltzer also makes a similar ha'ara. Give me one second. And nafgamina would also be: Are you allowed to speak in between? Right, that could be nafgamina. You shouldn't. You shouldn't speak in between. Okay, that would not be appropriate. Okay. Not interchangeable meaning. Right, right. This is being understood as a separate. Yeah, the Rambam later talks about Harachmans. Right, so we should, we should say this separately. But those who don't 
don't say that are not coming to Shabbos should still stay busy. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Thank you. That was the other thing I wanted to mention. So I remember one time I was at my my Rebbe's uh, house, Wilson, and we were talking about a related halacha um, that uh, right we're not supposed to make personal bakushas on Shabbos, which is the the, 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 the behind the harachman, those who don't say harachman on Shabbos is because those are personal bakushas. The same way we change our 18, 19 brachas of Shmon Esrei and we take out all those personal requests and we substitute it with a, you know, only seven brachas on Shabbos. So why shouldn't this Yihiratzon be different? I mean, why should this Yihiratzon, I'm sorry, why should it be okay to say the bracha for the Oreach? It's a prayer on behalf of my buddy who's on the other side of the table. So what Revilson explained to me is that once it's appended directly to the fourth bracha, and part and parcel of the bracha, so then we have an exception to the rule. This concept of not making personal bakashas doesn't apply when it's part of the, 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 the text. For example, you know, if, if you think about the rest of benching, re'enu, zunenu, parnasenu, v'chakalenu, we ask for lots of things in benching, even on Shabbos. Why? Because when that's part of the standardized text, so then it, it, it remains consistent the whole week long, even on Shabbos. So it's important that we dafka, add this to the end of Ali Hasreinu because it's got to be part of the benching in order for it to be, we'll say, validated for, for use on Shabbos. Okay. Now, two points I wanted to make about this. Um, number one, number one is that uh, some Rishonim quote an interesting source for this notion of, of, uh, of benching the, the, uh, the Baal Bayis, uh during benching, right? Because we have a bracha of right? But, but why makes it a big deal that we throw it? So you think, okay, just hakar maybe. But they say, v'chalta v'savata uveirachta es Hashem alakecha. Es l'rabos balabayas. Kabit es avicha v'esimecha, es l'rabos achicha gadol. Just like on your father, either your mother, what's the extra es? Es is always coming to teach you a new chiddush, right? So you have to honor your older brother also. That's part of the drasha. So too, uh, you thank Hashem, you also have to thank S, also the Rav Zabalabais. What's the kasha on this? What's the kasha on this? The famous story of Shimon HaMesuni, or, or Nehemiah HaMesuni. Okay? So the Gemara says in Pesachim Dabcha Beis Mabeis, Hayadorish Kola Esen Shabbatori. He went from the beginning of Barashas all the way through the Torah. Every time it said S, he came to, to, to determine what that S was coming to add on to the simple Pesachim the Pesach. Aji Gia La S Hashem Elokecha he said, you can't, what, what can you add on to Hashem? I have Yerushalayim. Okay, Yerushalayim, but how can you put anything in the same breath as Yerushalayim? And, and he said, I'm ready to rip up all my notes and, and get rid of the whole Shia and the whole Torah because if it doesn't work in this case, can't, it must mean it doesn't work anywhere. Comes along Rabbi Kiva and said, No, es l'rabos chachamim. Because have a mora rabcha kamora shamayim. There is some sort of parallel that a person has to has to appreciate. The rebbe has to be seen on that pedestal as a link in the Messorah from shamayim. So, so how do we have a right to say s coins of shimon on Sunni? How do you say v'chalta v'savata uve racha s hashemolkecha s l'rabos s a balabais? So Rabbi Yosef Engel said, you know, to yira or is something which maybe that's only reserved for Hashem. But a bracha, we we you look through chumish. We bless people all the time, right? We, uh, Hashem says to Avram Vino, I'm going to bless anyone who blesses you. And Malkitera comes and blesses uh, Avram Vino, Baruch uh, Avram Lekel Elyon. So to give a blessing, Hashem wants us to sh- spread the wealth and give the blessing all over the place. So this, as you could get away with. Okay. Just a little bit of a tangent, forgive me, but it's the same idea as we said before. Just checking, we have some uh, chat from the... Yes, okay. Um... 
we'll talk about this maybe another time, but it's important to have in the back of your head this notion of a new addition not merely being an add-on to the benching, but actually integrated into the <laughs> fundamental text of the benching appears in a few other situations. One possible example is Sheva Brachos. We are used to thinking of benching and Sheva Brachos, right? And they just happen to go together at the end of the meal, you know? It's sort of like the Dvar Torah. Okay, we're about to bench, someone quickly say Dvar Torah, you know? But uh, Sheva Brachos, there's a similar read in the Rambam, which may intimate that Sheva Brachos is, quote-unquote, the fifth bracha, okay, I guess it's seven, <laughs> but it's the fifth bracha of benching. Nafkamina would be, there was some G'dol Echronim who would not accept the honor of making one of the Sheva Brachos unless they had bread in the meal. You know, sometimes you pull them a Panam Chadashos just to have a snack or something like that, and they would not participate by, by Sheva Brachos unless they would had a Hamotzi because they understood, like we're saying right now, if you don't have the benching, there's no springboard to add the Sheva Brachos on. It's not just a coincidence. We get together, we have a meal, and we, we make Sheva Brachos. No, the Suda is a prerequisite because the benching is the context in which the mitzvah of Sheva Brachos were said. Obviously, the Chup is an, ex- an exception to that. Under the chuppah, you have the Sheva Brachos, you know, regardless of any meal. But, but, but in the benching that you say throughout the week, that's a unique Chiddush. The Briskorov said the same thing as we're saying right now about the Berchus Reach, uh, a similar application when it came to the Sheva Brachos over there. Yes, Nafkamina, exactly. When the Briskorov benched in Sheva Brachos, he would say them right away and not do the Harachamans. Or I don't know if he would do it later, I'm not sure, but he would do exactly. Because... Uh, that, that also comes up with the Nakamura we said before. Sometimes people are schmoozing while they're waiting for the cup to go around the room. You know, yeah. You're still in benching. You're still in the bench, middle of benching. You'll see by, you know, uh, by, uh, by weddings where there are B'nai Torah who pull up their chairs you know, uh, to the Hassan Kal at the end of the meal. They'll be careful not to speak. They, they may not even you know, do the niggin you know, uh, during, uh, that, while the cup is going around. That already is a little, a little more room to be makele. But, uh, but one should ideally, if it's part of what I'm being yotze, and especially if it's part of my benching, I, definitely, I shouldn't speak during the Shavu Brachas. I may not even speak between the benching and the Shavu Brachas, according to this Chumrah. Not everyone agrees to it, but, but you're a big machmir, so uh, you can tell your, your children who are also big machmirim that uh, you have a new Chumrah for them, okay? And, uh, yeah, what was the question? Oh, no, yeah. that was it. Okay, good, yeah. Very good. Okay, um, I think we can... Oh, so let's see in Shukhanach, and then we'll go back to the Gemara this time. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, here's a question for you. You go out to dinner, and the Balabas is a woman. Okay. So if she's the if she's the Balabas. Do you make the same bracha? I think so. I think so, yeah. I think so. If you're, uh, I mean, I've seen it that they have the, the version for a woman. Just balas instead of balas. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see any, uh, there's no reason why. If they paid for the meal, then uh, that's, that's what you get the credit for. Okay. Um, let's start. Let's start with Simon Reish Aleph. Reish Aleph. Okay. So Reish Aleph, just skip to Sif Gimel for a second, towards the end of the Simon. Siv Gimel says, this is Gemara in Brachos Daf Nun Hey, Misha Nosen Lo Levarech Ve'ena Mavarech Mekatzer Yamov. They offer you to leave the benching and you say no thank you. So that is a bad skula for uh, not Arichus Yamov. We'll leave it at that. Okay? Take a look at Mishabur Yudalit. Ratzalomar, Orech Shenosen Lo Levarech 
Birchas Hamazon, Ve'inu Mavarech, you're the guest. And the Balbayas says, please honor us. Mekatsu Yamach, Mishum Debedin, Kishorech Mavarech, Mavarech Balbayas. Because like we saw in our Gemara, that's a big responsibility. We go out of our way to require you to give the Orech, the honor to bench, because he owes it to you. You have an opportunity to bench your host. Like we quoted before. This, by the way, Ravigdor Miller used to make a big deal about this. Hashem says to Avram, anyone who blesses you, I will bless that person as well. Ravigdor Miller used to walk by a Jewish home, see a mezuzah, and he would say, oh, this family should enjoy lots of nachas. And you see another Jewish home, oh, that family should, should have happiness and, 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 and health and... He said, Hashem wants us to give brachas to other Jews, and you get the same thing in return. It's so easy. So easy. So here you have the opportunity to give a bracha that's in the Gemara, and you don't. So he says, well, the opposite is true also. A person can cause a claw to themselves. Now, it's not, it's, there, there is one, um, we'll call it a mitigate, mitigating factor. Okay? Um, the, uh, if you look at number 15, Look at number 15 on the left. HaKafachayim hevi b'shem tshuvas yaivitz. V'habes meyer. HaKafachayim quotes from Achronim. Shahayom shakolachem nevarech liatzmo v'abalabayis memelam ezbarech. Nowadays, when everyone benches on their own, this Gemara that focuses very much on the oreach making the blessing, remember, that was because you only had one person benching for the entire table. But if we're all going to say benching quietly to ourselves anyway, we can each put the bracha for the balabais in our own personal benching. So if you say no thank you to the balabais, I don't want to lead the benching, I, don't, don't give up an opportunity. It's still great to lead the zimun, but you're not going to be forfeiting your uh, uh, opportunity to give a bracha to the balabais because you're going to say it on your own. Just make sure you have a venture that says it inside. He says, The balabais wants, he can chop for himself the mitzvah of zimun, right? He doesn't have to give it to somebody else because they're all going to do it anyway. And and anyone who cares about Torah mitzvahs, they're gonna they're gonna take the opportunity to do the mitzvah on their own when they can. But at least this this uh, you know uh, bad omen about rejecting the benching that may not be applicable to us nowadays because you can still give the bracha to the Baal bias in your own personal benching. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, are you saying it's just two people, one person's paying for the other person? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so, yeah, why not? Why not? Maybe, maybe, maybe. There, well, I'll talk about it another time. There are people who, who bench with even less than, uh, you know, coast less than 10. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, let's start one more thing. What's that? Family wouldn't be included. Your children for, should absolutely make the brachal yoleh. Absolutely. Unless they're paying for their own meal, you know, they absolutely should. Post can say that uh, explicitly. I think if you if you take a look at, I think it's over here somewhere in the footnotes. Yeah, for sure. I absolutely, absolutely. Okay, turn back. Kuf Samach Zayin. When they say that you're right, is that good enough? Yeah. So, so I guess as long as the um, it should be understood, and maybe it is understood that the one who's saying it out loud has in mind to be most other people, right? Because again, back in the day, when one person bent for everybody, you're right, it counted. Only one guy said it. So you're right. There's no reason why that shouldn't work nowadays as well, right?
You could argue, Mitzvah Yosem Rebishlucha, I'll do it on my own if I can, but you're right. Strictly speaking, there's no reason why that would not work. Okay, a uh, last thing in the Mishabura, Kuf Samach Zayin, Sif Yudal. Kuf Samach Zayin Yudal. The Shulchan Aruch writes at the top, Im HaMesubin Rabin, if there are many guests at the table, Godol Shabakulim Botzeh. So who do we give the honor of breaking the bread? The Godol. Okay, which, again, we're referring to the person, the Mishabura says, the Chachma, the person who's the wisest of the group. Okay, now you may have a case where doesn't seem like anyone is bigger than anyone else. So the Ramah says, Imheim Shavim, if they're equal, Vachem Kohen, Mitzvah Lagdimo. Okay, so if there's no question of Kavanah Torah over here, so then the second level of uh, assessment would be the Kohen. Mitzvah Lagdimo, that's a Mitzvah Doraisa. Mitzvah Doraisa to give precedence to the Kohen, the Kidashto. Give him the first, he gets the first Aliyah, uh, you serve him the, you know, the plate of chicken first. Then Kohen Amaretz, but if the Kohen is an Amaretz, Tamil Chacham called him law. So then, a Tamil Chacham should come before the Kohen. Then Kohen Gamkin Tamil Chacham, Elishupachasmanashani. But if the Kohen is a knowledgeable person, even if he's a little, he's not as great as the other one, but when he has a combination that he's knowledgeable and is a Kohen, Tovlad Dimo Aval Inchiv Bedavar. You don't have to, but the right thing to do, it's a good idea because he has two, two notches in his cap and, and he should be the one to lead the, lead the bench or lead the Hamotzi. However, here's the key from our sugya, none of this applies, okay, for the hamotzi if the balabais is at the table, which is usually the case on Shabbos. That's why no one asks the Kohen to make hamotzi on Machala, because if the balabais is present, he should be the one to do it. Even if you have, I remember one of the most weird Shabbos meals was we had, it was, uh, it was, um, it was one of these, like, Pesach started on a Sunday night, and, and uh, we were going to uh, my parents, my in-laws, so we invited Rav Shechter and Rebison Shechter over for Shabbos to give the Rebison a, uh, a break on the, the Friday night. And it just, I like, I, I want to put him at the head of the table. I wanted to, like, you know, he wouldn't, he would not, like, you know, nothing. And, okay, he followed the Ritzel Shechon Aruch, that even if the Orech is Gadol, then uh, I'm supposed to be able to say it. I didn't know. He knew. So uh, he did the right thing, obviously. And of course, um, the uh, common practice, whoever makes Hamotzi, the Mishra says, whether he's the Gadol or he's the Baal Bayis, the appropriate thing is to say Bershus before you make Hamotzi. That is, Mishabura says in Ayin Hey, it's Midas Anava to, so to speak, you know, ask for permission. You know, like we say, Bershus HaKohanim, right? When you're not really the Kohen, you know, before you bench. So the right thing to do out of humility, not to, to be domineering and, and running the show, but uh, to ask for permission, as it were, before you go ahead with the bench. Okay? So I, Do you, so for the hamotzi, for the hamotzi, it would seem like we're saying that even even if there's someone greater than you, which in this case you know will include the father, but the balbayis again we said it's, it's not an honor thing, but the balbayis owns the bread, so he has the capacity to be the most generous, and especially on Shabbos there's an Indian you know to take a nice big slice of of challah, a cup of Shabbos. So uh, if you invite someone over, even if it's a family member, but they're going to feel like it, I'm I'm not in charge over here, so then we give it to the the balbayis. Okay. So for the benching, okay, so, so we got to uh, work back to Reish Aleph quickly, sorry. So Reish Aleph, where were we looking just before? So let's read Sif Aleph in the uh, Shulchan Aruch. Godol Mavarech Afil Babasov. The Godol, the person, the wisest person, should be the person to lead the benching, even if they come at the end of the meal. 
Um, and, and they weren't, you know, you might have thought, the Havamin is someone who wasn't like a primary, uh, you know, Kriyas in the, in the Zimon. But no, even if it comes to the end, they'll give it to the Tamil Chacham. The Ratzalitin Rishos Lakatan Lavarek Rashai. The Tamil Chacham has the, has the uh, prerogative to give it to someone who is not, uh, not as great as him if he wants to. That's assuming that no one is, has the status of an Oreach. But even if you have the God Aldor there, the right thing to do, for, even for the God Aldor, is to pass it off to the, to the guest, as we said in our Gemara, because this way the Oreach does the right thing and gives the bracha to his host. Okay, and then here we have the text of the bracha. Uh, if the Balbais wants to say, no, thank you, I, I, I'm not so mocked on getting my bracha, he can take the benching for himself. And at that point, once he's not giving it to the Oreach, he can give it to anyone that he would like as well. Obviously, a Kohen would be the first person in line, okay, which is what we say in the next. In the next sif, Tamar Chacham should not give precedence to the Kohen. First goes to the Tamar Chacham, then it goes to the Kohen. Uh, if there's no Tamar Chacham there, then it goes to the Kohen. It's basically the same, same rules as we saw before. Absolutely, without question, Godolador. The father, because the father has the same obligation to honor him as, as you do. So, kulcham chayod mechvodi. You, the, uh, it's sort of, it's the, it's the, it's the same shaila as if your mother asks for a drink of water, and your father asks for a drink of water. You have to give to the father first, because both you and your mother have an obligation to give cover to the, to the father. Um, interestingly, the Mishnah board does mention in this uh, precedence. Um, yeah, take a look quickly. Page before, I think it's the Sifkat and Aleph. One second. Oh yeah, Yesh Makomos. It's it's in the middle of that by the Gimel. Yesh Makomos Shenogan Shenosin LaOvel Shal Ovev Imo Kliyud Beis Lavarach. If you have a situation where again all is equal, no Kohanim, no Tami the Chachamim, so the Mishnah says in some places there was a minog to give it to an Ovel in the twelve months. Okay. Because, you know, just like you give the, the, the Avil chance to lead the Davin, lead the Davin turn his chus for the Neshama, so, uh, so let him do that in this case as well. I don't think this is a very commonly uh, observed minhag, but uh, why not? Why not? It should be the same as uh, Davin for the Elmet, same cottage, and so forth. Yeah. So, I mean, in order to honor. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it next week. Good question. Good question. The Mishabura in the middle of Sifkadin Alf. Okay? So uh, I suggest, Freddie, for your house, you have to print out a sheet. The rabbi's order, Shloshim, you know, uh, member of the show, not member of the show, you know, just like to keep Shalom at the table, you know, get the bench. Okay, have a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good Shabbos.